Listeners, get ready for a podcast event like no other. The good old days and the devil's dirt star are colliding to give you a special look at European witch trials. Greetings from the devil's dirt star, a podcast for the esoteric and strange. We're back. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello. We're back and blue. I'm blue. Yep. Yep. Very blue. And I'm also big <laughs> spoon. I'm Are you in need of a guy? Me and blue in need of a guy? No, you don't know that song? WD Die. <laughs> I always thought it was in need of a guy. Yes. <laughs> Is it? No. <laughs> it's one of those things that just you hear it. Like, I'm blue, I'm in need of a guy. <laughs> I'm never going to not be able to hear that sentence now whenever I listen to that song. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can hear my cat in the background. Okay. All right. You know what? I'm sorry. I totally ruined the introduction. I just had to throw the uh, that, that song in there. But I'm sorry. Big Spoon and Ellsworth and I'm Kinsey. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. Well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you for having me. And it's our first stream. Yeah. Like together. This is like a flagship yeah, totally. episode, I think. Right? I'm into it. Well, thank you guys for having well, me. Thanks for having us. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, seriously. And thank you for your patience with me trying to set up my very blue camera. I appreciate it. You're blue. Ellsworth has got a lot of warm colors and I'm just neutral. You're, uh, I, I you're very works. blue. I, are you wearing a blue shirt? You've got blue background. <laughs> You're like a cool tone. You're blue. like a filter. A like, there's like it looks like there's a blue filter over you. <laughs> it just has a lot of blue around her. <laughs> or Kinsey. Yes. Yep. It's gotta be like her aura. There's gonna be a lot yeah, of Yeah, there is. It's it's okay. <laughs> yeah. We can do the bleeping. Okay. Audacity's amazing. All right. I'll have to learn it. <laughs> it's not too bad in my opinion. It's pretty low-key, but well, anyway, we'll have to learn. So what are we talking about today? I have a bunch of witch stories for you. Let's get into it. I'm going to tell you so many stories that the Salem witch trials are going to look tame. Those Europeans, man, we got nothing on them. So I don't know a lot about like the historical ones over in, you know, Europe, anything outside of America, but I have heard that they're pretty brutal. Right. Well, I will have to... Uh, you'll have to let me know at the end how brutal you think they were. But before we start, we always do this. We got to get a Latin word in because everything sounds cool and cooler in Latin. Our Latin word of the day is venefica, which is the word for witch. They also had maleficarum, which also means witch. And according to Google Translate, Word Hippo, the Glossary Dictionary, and a bunch of others, because I had to verify, maga means witch. So take from that what you want. I'm just giving you facts. Interesting. Also, I didn't know the, wait, is, how do you pronounce it again? Maleficarum? Maleficarum, that means witch. I didn't realize that. Yeah, because Malleus Maleficarum is the witch's hammer and Malleus, like mallet, which is hammer. And I got some beautiful quotes from that book for you near the end. It's a fun book, for sure. Do you have an original copy? Um, It's in English, so no. All right, you guys, I want you to heat your cauldrons, grab your eye of newt, get on that broomstick, and let me set the scene. <laughs> All right, so large-scale witch hunts began in Europe in the early 15th century. 
around the 1400s, and they lasted for approximately 300 years. The 1400s were known for construction of the Forbidden City in China, the Machu Picchu in modern-day Peru, and we had a lot of well-known people who came out of the 1400s. Joan of Arc, Vlad the Impaler, Leonardo da Vinci, Christopher Columbus. Know what, you guys? One of these people is not like the other. Who do you think doesn't have a body count to their name? Joan of Arc, Vlad the Impaler, Leonardo da Vinci, and Christopher Columbus. Oh, I mean, definitely. (laughs) As as far as I know, he does not have a body count that we know of. (laughs) That was a pretty easy pop quiz. (laughs) (laughs) Take you you guys a while, though. (laughs) Well, outside of what da Vinci invented, the 1400s also brought brought us golf, the printing press, muzzle-loaded rifles, and scotch whiskey. Yes, golf was invented before the muzzle-loaded rifle. I kind of wonder if the two are related. (laughs) Now, the (laughs) 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 the 1400s were also a very, very violent time in history. There were so many, 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 many wars. Besides the fall of the Byzantine Empire, the second half of the Hundred Years' War, the Thirty Years' War, the Nine Years' War, and many others. So, so, so many that they just didn't even name them anymore. It was all the number of years they lasted. And with that historical context, large-scale witch hunts begin. Now, I I found mention of witch trials as early as 1324 in Kilkenny, Ireland, and in 1334 in Toulouse, France but I couldn't find a lot of details. So they happened. We're just going to move on. I am going to start with 1428 in Valais, Switzerland. This is when the first documented large-scale witch trial happened. Now, this isn't to say that witches weren't hunted before, but this is when you had the sham, I I, I mean trial, you know, (laughs) the criminal process. (laughs) We still follow the same criminal process to this day. First, you have the accusation, investigation, prosecution, and sentencing. These trials in Switzerland lasted about eight years, multiple trials. So here's how the first witch trials worked. At least three neighbors had to publicly accuse a person of of witchcraft. So that's accusation. The investigation, totally legit. They tortured the accused and got a confession. I don't know how much more legit you can get. Now, the confessions ranged from meetings with the devil to just having the power to kill their neighbor. Or just the ability to change into werewolves. Power to kill their neighbor, I assume, without utilizing something like a hammer <laughs> or a sword. <laughs> yeah. You know, like a spell. I, I have to ask. I am I'm it's sorry. I am so stuck on the whole three neighbors thing. Like, I can't get over that. I don't know where that number came from, but I, I do have to ask, based based on that three neighbors thing. If you had the power to kill thy neighbor before the accusation, why wouldn't you just kill thy neighbor before they accuse you? So then you only had two people accusing you, if that's your witchy power. I mean, unless you just really don't think they're going to accuse point. you of anything. Yeah, yeah. you got to beat them to the punch, though, I guess. That's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Logic aside, back to these devil meetings. What was the meeting about? I wanted to know so bad, you guys. So... I tried to summon the devil to ask him, but I, I thought it was just easier to summon the depths of the internet. Of you course. Know, page two. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
The meeting was the devil encouraging these accused witches to avoid mass. The horror. I feel that devil every day. (laughs) Burn the witch! Burn the witch! Now, unlike the other European witch hunts, the accused Swiss witches were mostly male peasants. How very progressive of the Swiss. So we talked about... So they weren't like sexist at all. Not at all. Swiss. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we covered the accusation, the investigation, and let's just skip the whole prosecution thing since we already know it's a sham. And we're just going to jump right on into pro, uh, into sen- sentencing. So the Swiss would tie the convicted witch to a ladder and push them into a fire. But they were merciful. They tied bags of gunpowder around their necks to hasten their demise. I, you're speechless. Oh. It's better than feet first. They're worse horrors, I suppose. Okay, I would rather transport myself to 1692 and sit and be hung. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Crushed to death. Oh yeah. Uh, I think that might that might be worse than like gunpowder around the neck. I don't know. Charles Corey. Yeah, I like more weight no, now. I'd be like, <laughs> I did it. I'm a witch. Stop the torture. Oh my god. I, That's wild. Do you know how many people died? Do you want to take a guess? You said eight years, right? Yes. So for context, how many people died in Salem? Eight, right? Uh, like eight. I think it was in the teens. Okay. So no. take a guess. Not that many. I don't know. Several several hundred? Okay. You know, just, <laughs> just three. Oh. 167. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> so more than one for each day of the calendar year. <laughs> It was one a day. They were just like. (laughs) But on the last day, they did a couple. It was a special celebration. (laughs) Well, you know what? That's just 367 dead, not accused. (laughs) That's a good point. Oh, yeah. Let's fast forward a little bit to 1485 in uh, modern day Innsbruck, Austria where this very holy churchman, Heinrich Kramer, was just butthurt that a woman ignored his sermon. How dare she, you guys? She must be a witch. I mean, it was a sermon. She must be a witch here. Of course. (laughs) So he took her to trial, and she was acquitted, found not guilty. Did Kramer lick his wounds and go home? No, no, no. He wrote a controversial yet very popular book in 1486 called Malleus Maleficarum. So in English, that translates to the witch's hammer. This amazing piece of literature contains step-by-step instructions for interrogating suspected witches. Now, according to one post on Amazon, for almost 200 years after its publication, this particular book sold more than any other book save for the Christian Bible. Amazon's been around forever, man. (laughs) (laughs) You guys want to know how to tell a witch, right? Naturally. Yes. So let me tell you about these witch tests. First, you have to get, again, three trustworthy witnesses. They don't have to be neighbors anymore. And now the judge is going to interview them together 
in the same room so they can get their story straight. And, <laughs> and if they don't agree that there is clear evidence, then she should be arrested anyway, regardless if these three stories line Just up. Just in case. Not. I get it. Exactly. Exactly. No. <laughs> no one else works. That's not how this testimony works. It is in the 1400s. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, God. Well, they were putting like animals and on trial. Is this stuff, when they were putting so dead popes on trial too? Yes. Oh. Mm. What a time. Ah, <laughs> oh, the good old days. So Kramer even went as far as breaking down the timing of the torture if she doesn't confess. Notice the word she in here. All right. Day one, she should be questioned, quote, lightly without the shedding of blood. But then Kramer says, you know, this isn't really effective, but it's okay for day one. Uh, after that, the witch should be stripped and have every part of her body shaved. Again, her and she, the pronouns. According to Heinrich, in order to preserve, and this is an actual quote from the English translation, because I don't read Latin. In order to preserve the power of silence, they are in the habit of hiding some superstitious object in their clothes or in their hair, or even in the most secret parts of their body, which must not be named. The bottle. <laughs> the dirt star. The dirt star. <laughs> it's where we keep our witchcraft. Oh. <laughs> it is is I'm just finding this out now. <laughs> I know you guys are wondering, what is this superstitious object? Well, it's the limbs of unbaptized children. <laughs> oh, okay, no. I don't have that children. I don't have that much star. space in my dirt star. <laughs> like that's, a, a limb is, even on a child, a limb is not small. <laughs> I mean, it could be a finger. Is... Oh, I guess I was thinking more like arms and legs. Me too. I was thinking yeah. like baby dog parts. Yeah. That is disturbing. Where did, did, where did he, he actually find these things in people's <laughs> private parts? Well, it also well, meant was, the other private part true. because, you know, it's a girl. Yes. Yep. That's yes. <laughs> a girl. In, in, case, in case you guys forget, there's more than one private part. <laughs> All right. Now, if she still hasn't confessed, this is when you ramp up the torture. However, the inquisitor should, again, start with, quote, gentler forms of torture. The best kind. What, like pinching? <laughs> like feathers? Coming jet songs out of tune for 24 hours straight. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. You know, some people find heavy metal music to be torture. I would love that because that's my type of music. Yeah. So I never understood why that's a torture. I'd be like rocking out the whole time. <laughs> but that's just me. It's because you're a witch. <laughs> Obviously. Duh. Yeah, clearly. All right, don't, don't look for limbs of unbaptized children in my private So after they start with these gentle forms of torture, they have to increase accordingly. Accordingly is not really uh, defined. Day four is when this accused witch is finally given a break. And if she doesn't confess, eh, she's guilty anyway. Of course. 
Now, this is when she's sent to the secular courts because the church can't really kill anyone. The church just does the torture and then the secular courts uh, provide the punishment. Now, not all confessions were extracted through torture. There are some ordeals that inquisitors can use, like the crying test. I don't know if you guys knew this. Witches cannot weep. Did you know this? I have heard that. Everyone knows this, you guys. I don't know why you don't know this already. <laughs> it's common knowledge. But if they do weep, <laughs> but if they do weep, that's because the devil made them do it. So it doesn't matter. They're guilty anyway. So they can't weep except for when they can. That tracks. Exactly. Yep. I would be so dead. I would be so on that ladder with the gunpowder. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Because, because you cried or because you didn't cry? Well, I cry all the time, but someone can say the devil made me do it. Duh. Like, it's so reasonable. Here's another totally random fact. Witches cannot touch the ground when they're transported. Because if they do, they're going to strike many people dead with lightning and escape. God, I hope so. So That's pretty cool. Skill. I doubt it. <laughs> so when they're arrested, the officers should carry them in a basket or on a plank of wood so they don't touch the floor. <laughs> I want to see the basket. the basket. I need to see the basket. Like, because there's can, different, like, is it a basket a with, like, the little, like, they're holding them under their arm, just kind of like, or is it like. There's, like, baguettes <laughs> and apples in it or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm envisioning with, like, a little picnic blanket lining. But, you know, people from that part of the world are, or women are generally taller. I'm, I'm a midget. I'm barely five foot two and a half. So, I mean, I'm trying to figure I'm out. I'm from that part of the world. I'm five foot nine. <laughs> not, I mean, genetically I am. I'm, I'm American, but you know. Can you reach things? Because I can't. To me, that's a superpower. I can reach all the things. Top shelf? Mm-hmm. No, that's why we have stools everywhere in the house. For me. True. I'm with you, Big Spoon. All about, this, all about those stools. <laughs> Maybe we should change it to Little Spoon. <laughs> I know, no, but I love big spoons. Tragic. <laughs> She's a witch. I'm problematic. <laughs> yeah, right. that's got to be a thing somewhere. Okay, so let's say that those nifty tricks I just told you about don't work. Mm-hmm. Then the accused, and again, this is just their accused. They haven't been found guilty yet. They should go through the ordeal of the red hot iron. You know, the accused person would carry a burning hot iron rod, and walk so many steps without being burned to prove their innocence. But you know what, though? Witches are tricky. If they don't burn, it's because the devil protected them. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And if that doesn't work, there's the trial of boiling water. You grab a pot of water, you boil it, and place a random object at the bottom. The accused would then reach in and grab this object. If they're burned, they're guilty. And if they don't burn, yeah, the devil protected them anyway, and they're still guilty. Oh, okay, I, ha- I have a question. Is there like a group of people auditing what's happening? The church. Well, like, are they watching this? The church. Oh, God. Well, sure. So, like, I'm actually. To me. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I even give you proof of how the church uh, gave power to all of this, but go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> No, I just don't understand anybody in that room would be guilty. You know? 
And just <laughs> I'm upset. And yeah. just so you know, if they are, you know, if they confess right before they're burned, because they were found guilty, and if they confess right before they're killed, eh, you know what? That's really they're confessing because of the fear of death, not because they want to be more godly. So kill them anyway. Burn the witch. <laughs> <laughs> it is a totally damned if you do, damned if you don't. You know, everything I've told you kind of borders on Monty Python level yes. absurd. If she weighs as much as a duck, <laughs> she's, she's a, witch. a witch. Can we burn she's her? Made of wood. <laughs> God, awesome. I love that movie. She, she, she turned me into Noop. I love <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. Right, well, Kramer was not alone in his fear of witches. After all, he followed the Catholic Church and would never do anything that the church would not approve of. Let's go back a few hundred years, according to uh, the newadvent.org, which just explains the Bible to, to me, at least. In 866, Pope Nicholas I forbade the use of torture because at the time, witches were put through the cold water test. They're thrown in the water. If they sank and died, they were innocent, but oh, well, they're dead. They're with and Jesus if they now. float because they know how to swim... <laughs> And if they float because they know how to swim, they're guilty. Or if because a lot of the times these are, you know, it's almost always women. Women have more body fat than men do. Often it's older women who have even more body fat. Fat makes you float. So by even if they don't know how to swim, they're more likely to float than if they're, you're tossing in, you know, a lean 18-year-old boy. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. So I guess now it's – this yeah. isn't a burn the witch. It's a drown the witch. <laughs> Which is better. I, yeah. I'd rather – I, I hear it's horrible. I don't but, know, like, it's you know, peaceful. Whatever. Is it? I think it's peaceful after you're already <laughs> past the part that's not peaceful, which is the part that I'm scared of. <laughs> yeah, your lungs and your throat being on fire. After basically. it sucks. <laughs> like, there, there's a there's a burning sensation yeah, with both yes. options. So one's probably I guess I, faster. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Hopefully we'll never find that's out. Right. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, in 1020, uh, Bishop of Worms wrote in his treatise that powers the witches were credited with were not true, and that anyone who believed that a witch could control the weather, transform into an animal, or have intercourse with an incubus or a succubus was sinful and must do penance. Yes, you heard me right. It wasn't the accused witches who must perform penance, but those who believed that a witch had that power. In 1080, Pope Gregory VII even forbade King Harold of Denmark from executing witches. Now the tide slowly turned, and 300 years later, the witch scapegoating returned. In 1484, Pope Innocent VIII wrote a papal bull on witchcraft. This document is considered by many to be responsible for the witch trials. But really, as I already talked about, three trials that happened before, it wasn't. Um, but this document can be credited with giving the inquisitors churchy powers to do what they want. And it gave validity to the uh, witch hunts. <laughs> I have the power of churchy. <laughs> I am churchy. Oh, that's good. Now, I, I found another witch test that wasn't in the Malleus Maleficarum. And this is called a pricking test. <clears throat> So a few weeks ago, for those uh, good old days listeners, we talked about amazing medieval jobs, and I'm sad to say I missed one. It's called a witch pricker. So the pricker, 
<laughs> would go around and prick accused witches. If they What was supposed to happen? If they bled, they were not a witch. But now, this is a way for people to prove their innocence, right? No, 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 it's not. Because you had fake prickers who used fake needles like a prop knife. And no one would really bleed when they got pricked because the pricking part would just go inside of the handle. And the real prickers knew exactly where to prick you so you wouldn't feel any pain or or bleed. And for all you modern prickers out there, i.e. phlebotomists, this was a very well-paying job. (laughs) That's interesting. I feel like I would have been good at that. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Well, let me tell you about this, about the pay, because that's really the... uh, what would be what would sell people on this job? <clears throat> now, the average man in those days made a whole shilling a day, but prickers made six whole shillings a uh, a day instead of one. And if they found a witch, they got a bonus, and that bonus was six pounds. Yeah, incentive. So all of that, right? <laughs> kind of like end of the month tickets. <laughs> Oh my God, incentive pay for pricking a witch. It's crazy. Again, if you watch the big old days, you know how I love to do math, which is true. It's not sarcasm. I really do love math. Um, Accounting for inflation, putting those numbers together, that's about $430 a week, assuming you worked six days, but your bonus here is $12,250 a witch. Whatever. (laughs) The average- I feel like we're all missing out. The average man made $100 a week. The prickers made 400 and then they, on top of that, got 1250 per witch. All right, let's move, let's move on back to some other witch trials. Now, this isn't as bloody as the one I, uh, I mentioned, but it's quite absurd. Now, let's go to one of the most beautiful accents on earth, Scotland. I have a thing for Scottish accents. I don't know if Princess Anne of Denmark felt the same way that I do about a Scottish accent, but she was about to marry the Scottish King James VII, so I kind of hope she did. (laughs) And this is the very same James that would become uh, King James I of England, who would then appoint a bunch of people to write the King James Bible. Anywho, it's a love story of Anne and James. Now, this bride wanted to join her husband in Scotland, but their boat trip was cut short due to a storm. Unperturbed, she tried again, but the three-day journey was again thwarted by storms. And at the same time, a boat full of wedding gifts was also ravished by these storms. Upset by this bad luck, James set off to fetch Anne himself. There's no word on whether he tried to rescue the ninja blender from the sunken gift filter chip. I have to imagine he would have. Those are quite valuable. (laughs) Yeah. Wonder what you give a king as a wedding gift. Small child, probably. Not a ninja blender. <laughs> just, just, their just the limbs of a small child. <laughs> the unbaptized small child, please. Oh, important. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes, <laughs> that's the important part. <laughs> All right. So he made it halfway to Oslo, and Anne made that trip from Copenhagen to Oslo, and then they got married uh, and traveled back to Copenhagen for a few months. But before heading to Scotland, guess what happened? That, that was a question. Guess what happened? We're, we're guessing. <laughs> we didn't even come up with our guesses. <laughs> I don't know. Does somebody get accused someone dies. No, of witchery? A storm. A storm, you guys. Oh. 
That's boring. You know we're we're having happen? fun guesses. Well, <laughs> 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 right. here, here's one where you can guess. Do you know how stor- storms happened or why storms happened? Do you mean literally or metaphorically? Okay. Witches. Wait, we'll say witches. Witches. All right. Witches. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> These Danish women were conjuring up these storms to stop the royal wedding. I, I don't know why. They were jealous. They, they wanted that King James sure. Phoebe. <laughs> that is so not hot. <laughs> I challenge you listeners next time you're getting down and dirty with your significant other to only refer to their part as their pee-pee. Tell me how it works out. It'll be a full shutdown. Like, <laughs> someone press the off button. Oh, man. So they found these Danish women, and shocking, they tortured them. And even more shocking, these women confessed to raising storms to stop the fleet from arriving Dude, in Dude, I confess so fast. You wouldn't even have to hurt me. You just pull out the needle and I'm like, I did it! I did it! <laughs> I don't know what I did. Whatever, I did whatever, whatever it is, it was me. You're going to go... <laughs> You're going to go, honesty is the best policy route, not knowing yep. what's about to happen to you. No, it wouldn't even be honesty. I would it. just see the needle and be like, whatever it was. Exactly. Yes, it was me. Put that away. Uh, amazing. <laughs> well, in total, 13 people were killed. Now, medieval Twitter was abound with rumors. And because it's running on... <laughs> Unlike modern Twitter, which is the epitome of fact-finding. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and because this version of Twitter is running on medieval technology, it took two months for the rumors to reach Scotland's and King James. And what is this rumor, you ask? The Danish witches colluded with Scottish, wi- Scottish witches. Now, how did these mostly illiterate peasants communicate across two countries? Morse code. Don't worry about it. It happened. <laughs> <laughs> Morse code. I was oh, say that's like, probably better. That's probably better. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, it's a three-day boat trip. <laughs> Morse code, definitely. Then, yeah, oh, that would yeah. be a really uh-huh. long yeah. tin can with a wire <laughs> across the yes. sea from Copenhagen to Scotland. Yes. That had <laughs> to have been it. Yes. <laughs> well, anyway, it happened. And in case you were curious, because I was, there's 650 nautical miles between Copenhagen and Leith, which is right outside of Edinburgh, um, which, again, is a three-day boat trip. So witch trials were happening all around, but King James had actual kingy stuff to do and didn't really care about witchcraft. About six months after he returned from Copenhagen, one of his magistrates in North Berwick uh, thought that this servant girl, Gilly Duncan, was a witch. And how did this magistrate know? Well, because David Satin and David Satin Jr. were witch hunters. Mm. And if we had a sponsor, it would be D&D's witch hunting crew, where every witch hunt is a nat 20. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. I I have to admit, I've never played Dungeons and Dragons, so this is not my joke. It's Ellie's, so I give you credit for that. Partially. (laughs) (laughs) We got it to work out. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this poor girl was tortured, literally girl. She was like in early Mm -hmm. teens. Um, And shockingly, she admitted to being a witch. She also threw out the names of other people who were witches. Now, 
King James' interest was piqued here because he heard Gilly Duncan can play the Jew's harp. I didn't name it that, so please don't anger tweet. And he wanted her to play it for him like she played it for the devil. What is the and, Jew's harp? Oh, I'm glad you asked. I'm so glad you asked. You guys ready mm-hmm. for this? Was that happy birthday? <laughs> I'm glad you got that because I didn't. I was busy. It sounds. It sounds so weird. What is it reminding me of? Spring. The happy birthday song. No. Very much. Now that that is boing. If I've ever heard boing in my life. (laughs) The epitome of boing. This instrument is not related to Judaism by any means. I just don't know why they call it Jews harp. It's got to be for a bad reason. I just, I just feel like, I mean, anti-Semitism has been around since before Jesus. So, oh yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, another supposed witch, now that you guys have all heard the, the harp and really appreciate that music sound. Um, another supposed witch was John Cunningham. He's a schoolmaster near, uh, near North Berwick by day and witch's headmaster by night. Now, John refused to confess regardless of how much they tortured him, because, you know, he's a man. Of course. But the Inquisition, the Inquisitors found two charmed pins under his tongue. And when they removed them, he just confessed charmed everything. Charmed pins? Like needles? I don't know what that means. I, I don't know. We just have pins in the story. I feel like maybe they put them there. Wait, I've heard of that. <laughs> because people walk around with pins in their yeah, I feel like I've heard of that with witches, but I like have no context in my brain as to why I know that. I mean, with women, Ew. it's Ow. the unbaptized, unbaptized, unbaptized limbs. With men, it's pins. I mean, come on. Well, yeah, because I mean, men don't have orifices. <laughs> it's a little Albert Fish. Yeah. Don't know if you know that story. I but... do. I love it. <laughs> I don't have the love for it, but I'm, I'm familiar. <laughs> Well, not not love for posted in my room. <laughs> oh my god! You know, I it's not the story; it's just how absurd humanity can be. It's, That's what it I. Is it's wild. fascinating. The level of depravity <laughs> is like I, I don't. Know. I can't even think up of half of this crap. Alright, so when they removed these pins, he just magically confessed, and apparently. He uh, was in love with the sister of one of his students. So he asked the boy to get, very specific here, three pubic hairs from his sister. And if he did that, then John would not beat the boy anymore. Hold on. (laughs) You said he was in love with the sister of one of his students. Yes. How old were they? I, I don't know. But people didn't go to school very, very late. Well, his sister could have been older, though, because, I mean, they had Mm. not saying, I mean, also, I think modern versions of what pedophilia, what we consider pedophilia now was like (laughs) more acceptable back then. And in states like Alabama, Um, Mm -hmm. there are a lot (laughs) of child marriages in the United States of America. Look it up, folks. Um, (laughs) I just, you know. I have I have had crushes in my day, and I've never had a hankering for some people's pubes. That's just doesn't do it for me. I guess I don't know. Well, he wanted to charm the oh, pubes. Come on, of course. get with it. Make a little dolly out of them. 
Yes. So the boy, out of because he didn't want to get beaten anymore, said, all right, I'm going to get these hairs. And as he was grabbing very specific three of them from his sister, she woke up and screamed. Yeah. Yeah. I Not mean, a good way to wake up. Can you blame her? <laughs> Their mother rushed into the room, you know, the screaming, and the boy said he told her everything. So the mother here was a witch herself, shocking, and she knew why he wanted those three pubic hairs. So she gave her son three cow hairs instead, and the boy gave them to John, who then bewitched these uh, hairs. And everywhere that Johnny went, the enamored cow was sure to go. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> uh, she, that's awesome. She followed him to school one day, and that broke all the rules. But I don't know if the children laughed and played them. Mm. <laughs> Even after one witch confessed to conjuring these storms, King James still wasn't overly concerned because, you know, pff, these are peasants. But then a diplomat accused the Earl of Bothwell of attempting to overthrow the king and claimed the Earl had hired witches to bewitch a wax effigy of King James. The Earl was imprisoned and the debacle just turned into a high society hoity-toity witch trial. It wasn't peasants on trial anymore. A bunch of well-to-do people were uh, tortured, imprisoned, and later executed. Not getting into the details because they're not exciting. But the Earl himself escaped from the jail cell and later tried to attack the king and queen's residence. He lost, but he escaped again. Then he later showed up in the king's bedroom for some reason. If you are trying, if you escape, why would you go back to the place you escaped from? And why would you go to someone's yeah, bedroom? He's just... he's acting kind of guilty. <laughs> just, yeah, just, just like a, a little, snitch, well, acting a little, little guilty. I, I'm. He might actually be a witch. Now showing up in the king's bedroom. Okay, he was caught this time. He was looking for pubes, <laughs> and he <laughs> pube hunter. That's You've heard of terrible. ghost hunters, but have you heard oh. of? <laughs> How much does that job pay? I did not look. <laughs> Damn it, Kinsey, you have one job. <laughs> Damn it. All right. So uh, he was captured and now put on witch trial or witchcraft trial two years after he was captured the first time. In uh, Scotland at this time, trials consisted of a jury of 17 of his peers who all loved him and they found him innocent of, quote, using witchcraft for regicide. But because it's the king and he doesn't care, he said, fine, I'm not going to kill you, but you've been excommunicated. Go away. So now the question is, did he hire the witches? You know, Johnny, who uh, had fun with the cow, I guess, uh, and everybody else? Or no? Well, we're never going to know because witchcraft is not responsible for weather, but we'll never know. He might have. All right. While King James was dealing with his witches, Norway had their own trials and tribulations. Between 1593 and 1692, that's 99 years for those of you uh, at home doing the math, 91 people, mostly women, were found guilty in the town of Vardo, Norway. Where is Vardo, you ask? Well, <clears throat> imagine the country of Norway. Imagine a map in your head. Look up. Keep, keep looking. Just, just a little bit more. A tad further. Just go as far as you can north until you hit the water. And then just go as far east as you can from that. <laughs> <laughs> and then take a ferry, and now you're at Vardu. This town is so far north that even trees don't grow there. 
And in those 99 years, it's estimated that there were 140 witch trials with many sentenced to death. Now that 91 deaths pales in comparison to other witch trials. But in those days, the entire county, not just the city, but the entire county had 3,000 people. In 2011, a memorial was built to honor the accused witches. The Damned, the Possessed, and the Beloved is a just a beautiful work of art. It consists of a perpetual flame shooting through the, a, a steel chair. And the flames are then reflected by seven circular mirrors, um, which are like the judges that are surrounding the accused. And the whole thing is inside of a black glass cube. Oh, yeah. that sounds really cool. It is. But you'd have to travel as far north as humanly possible and then take a ferry. It is beautiful. <laughs> so attainable. It is. Definitely doable. <laughs> to learn how to pronounce Vardu, I had to look at so many videos and it's absolutely gorgeous. But it's weird to not see trees. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just picturing like tundra, sands trees, lots of rocks. And then add snow because it's north. Yeah. Right. So I'm just going to focus on two of those 140 trials. The first event uh, happened after a storm in December of 1617, in which a shocking, the storm sank many boats and drowned 40 men. Again, medieval Twitter was buzzing with the news of King James' baby mama boat drama. And of course, the Norwegians were inspired by King James and blamed a witch for the storm. Science wasn't a thing back then. Mari Jorgen's daughter was tortured and confessed. And she said that Satan came to her on Christmas and asked her to go with him to her neighbor, Christy Soren's daughter. Christy then randomly threw a fox skin at Mari, who transformed into a fox. And they flew to Bergen. That, that's about 1,500 miles, in case you were wondering how far those two places are. They couldn't use Air Norway because Air Norway would not allow uh, emotional support foxes, I guess. Also, there's no direct flights from Vardo to Bergen, I looked. <clears throat> Anyhow. Elsie Knut's daughter was also arrested because people saw her with the devil who was disguised as a black cat. And while she was tortured, she confessed that she and her coven caused these storms. Now, here's how they caused the storms. First, they took a fishing rope and they tied it three times. Then they spit on it. Then they untied the rope so quickly to, uh, quote, unleash fierce winds. So specific. Elsie, Mari, Kirsty, and others were burned alive. Now, the second trial happened from 1662 to 1663, and this is the largest Vardu witch trial. 30 women were placed on trial. One woman was sentenced to a workhouse, two died during torture, and 18 others were burned alive. So 20 out of 30. Under torture, Dote Loritz daughter confessed to celebrating, dancing, and drinking with the devil. This was the second accusation. She survived the first one five years ago. Dote claimed she and three women were transformed into a pigeon, an eagle, a crow, and a swan. I kind of wonder who drew the short straw and became the crow. What? Crows are cool. All right, I guess. I I prefer ravens. I think ravens are awesome. I like like all corvids. Ravens are awesome. Yeah. So Dote and her uh, coven also attempted to sink a boat using the knot trick I uh, described before, but the plot failed because the crew allegedly prayed to God. How do we know this? Just just happened. Take, take my word for it. Christian God? Now. Which <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> one? Somebody. 
Now, even children were not immune as the daughters of an executed woman were questioned for their role. Two sisters, Ingeborg and Karen Iversdatter, and 12-year-old Marin Olstater and Sigrid Klokare were imprisoned in the, <clears throat> hang on a second, I have to take a deep breath to say this word. Trollke Wiene Fengi Schule Hotle. Sure. That was impressive. That is all all one word. And there's 25 letters in that word. That's almost an entire alphabet. (laughs) Can you say that five times real fast? I need to breathe. Amazing. I love Scandinavian languages. They're so just melodious. I think that's a word. You're good at it, too. <laughs> Very good I, at it. I was just on vacation in Norway, and I'm in love. And it's just, imagine an angry person speaking in that language. You can't. I, so this 25, <laughs> this 25 letter word that I probably mis, that I probably mispronounced, but you know what? I had a really We don't know, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, so they were imprisoned in this witch's hole. That, that's what that word means. Witch's hole. A house, not the actual <laughs> hole with the unbaptized children. <laughs> different oh, different kinds oh of holes. God. No, I was actually thinking like an oubliette <laughs> or something. Yeah, like a hobbit hole, oh but more witchy. <laughs> yeah. So Marin, who is 12, confessed that Satan played dance music on a red violin, fed the witch's eel, and escorted them each to their home personally. He was such a gentleman. Ingeborg, <laughs> during the interrogation, confessed that three of them would transform into cats so they could escape from prison and celebrate Christmas with Satan. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> celebrate, celebrate Christmas, Christmas? I don't... I yeah, mean, I, I mean, that's what I do every but... year, of course, but there's nothing more Christian than... Did, did I mention these were... <laughs> I'm coming to your house for Christmas. Cool. Oh, cool. We'll, we'll celebrate with the limbs of unbaptized children. Oh, God. I'll watch. Participation is mandatory, unfortunately. Oh, no. I'm the person in the corner at the party. With, with, with a, a limb of, of, of an unbaptized child. You can use it to stir All your drink. hanging out with a plate of eels. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. Can we do that? Like get little baby arms? <laughs> oh, totally. That's amazing. Sorry, uh, off the rails. But it's okay. I mean, as absurd as that story is, it's a child who's telling it. <laughs> and this yeah. Karen Eversdotter even said that the witches in the shape of three cows, uh, no, three crows. I, I don't understand if it's like multiple witches in like converted just to three crows or I, I don't know how that works. And they tried to assassinate the town official with a needle. With a needle? Like... Did I mention that Karen is eight years old? That sounds so slow. I guess like, it depends on where you put you it. you do a good job. Okay, it now imagine needle? it's a crow. <laughs> I hope so. It's, it's got to be <laughs> like, small enough for a crow to be able to hold it. I mean, though, I, th- I feel like a crow would carry so a long crow. needle, though. They're, oh, they're, they can yeah, carry maybe. some like small animals. They could totally carry a big needle. <laughs> I yeah. think the angle of but like trying really to stab can... someone with it though, with a beak. <laughs> just... I'm just like... trying to envision like <laughs> maybe they could use 
their claws. It's kind of cute. Oh, they'd be struggling the whole time. That's adorable. So, like I said, Karen was only eight years old when she was tortured and into confession. Here. Never too young for a little torture. <laughs> and then Germany said, hold my beer. <laughs> In 1626, in Bamberg, Germany, about 1,000 people were convicted of witchcraft, and 900 of them were burned at the stake. The lucky ones were- Wait, what year was this? 1626. So in one year? Yes. That many people were accused and burned. And the lucky ones were beheaded first. Well, you can say one thing about Germans, they're thorough. That's what I said, (laughs) hold my beer. (laughs) (laughs) Now- Why did they go after these witches? It wasn't storms. Well, kind of. It was because the witches sent frost to kill the crops. Mm. I never knew weather and witches were so hand in hand. Now, the Swiss were progressive and accused men. The Scottish and Norwegians picked on women. But the Germans, they didn't discriminate. They didn't care about (laughs) gender, class, or age. Everybody was fair game. (laughs) Infants as young as six months old were targeted. You're just torturing a baby? Tell oh, us who told you. <laughs> Where is the devil? <laughs> I mean, the infant's first word must have been hocus pocus or whatever the German equivalent of that is. Like, like I just, how do you reason that in your brain? How does that work? How do you accuse an infant? Yeah. I just don't understand. I, I, I got nothing. I, I got nothing. Well, they, okay, so they were equal opportunists. That's what I'm trying to say. They don't care. They just kill everybody. (laughs) There were so many victims that they had to build a specialty prison. Yes, a special witch house specifically designed to torture and house accused witches. The walls were dedicated with biblical text. I wonder if they used the King James Version. Germany? Unfortunately... Unfortunately, the mayor of the town, Johannes Junius, was accused of being a witch. After much, much torture, he confessed, among many things, that he frequented the witch's Sabbath, rode a huge black dog, and then refused to kill his children. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. <laughs> yep, yep. Perfect spacing of the words. Just enough time. <laughs> He uh, also refused to kill his children when he was commanded to do so. He instead sacrificed a horse. But there's no mention if this substitution was satisfactory to the devil. All right. I picked on Switzerland, Scotland, Norway, Germany. But you know what? France also loved them some witch trials. Approximately 2,000 witch trials happened between the years 1550 and 1700s. Again, Our good old days listeners know I love me some mathematical tangents, pun not intended. 2,000 witch trials, 150 years. That's an average of 13 trials per year, one trial a month. Just to recap, the Swiss liked a good beheading now and then, but generally burned the witches. They were nice enough, though, and tied gunpowder just to hasten their death. The Germans also preferred burning, but some people were also beheaded. And in some instances, they cut off the hands of their victims before they were burned. Not quite sure why. The Norwegians burned the witches alive at the stake. The Swedes, they beheaded and burned. The Scottish just strangled the witch and then burned the body. 
the English, oddly enough, and the Americans were the least torturous because they generally just stuck to hanging. And the last known witch executed, Barbara Zdunk in modern-day Poland. A fire started in 1807 that burned most of the buildings that were built of logs in the town of Rosrysel, um, and the Polish investigation found the culprit to be a witch. Under torture, she would not confess, but they were just so sure of her guilt that they found her guilty anyway. <clears throat> but this is 1807, so she has an appeals process. She appealed and lost, appealed again and again and again, until it reached all the way to the King of Prussia. And he, the King of Prussia said, well, the house is burned. Why else would houses made of wood burn? Burn the witch. She's guilty. So she was burned at the stake. I, I wonder how much wood they had left, though, to burn her with. Is that too dark? Mildly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Germany still wins here, though, if you can consider it winning. <clears throat> they killed the highest number of witches. There's an estimate that... 42% of all of European witch trials that ended with an execution occurred in Germany. Another source had a table where this guy just counted the number of executed witches by country, and his tally is anywhere between 35,000 and 64,000, with Germany responsible for anywhere from 40 to 49% of all witches' deaths. Germany seems to be real good at those high kill counts, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a... Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's like a typical, like, mid-size convention, like a yeah. Comic-Con or something. That's crazy. All right, let's go back to the Malleus Maleficarum for some other, gem, for th for some other gems that I need to share with you. Now, <clears throat> if a woman is pregnant because she had sex with an incubus and her belly has grown to an enormous size when it comes to give birth, her, quote, Swelling is relieved by no more than the expulsion of a great quantity of wind. Okay. Essentially, that means they were pregnant with Satan's spawn, but then they just farted and they're not pregnant anymore. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, that is a horrible Kind of sounds cure, like that happens whatever. to a lot of people. <laughs> Everybody. Oh, my God. I have to ask, how... Often are people's swollen bellies. Uh, I, I have to ask, how often are people's bellies so swollen that when they fart, they're relieved? How often does that happen that it needed to be written about in a book? Maybe celiac got real common around that time. Oh my God. I think yeah. you're right. IBS. Sometimes yeah. you just need a All good fart. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> let it out. It'll expel your succubus baby. <laughs> Yep. So. All right. On a more serious note. Double babies. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. All right. On a more serious note, Henry, or Heinrich Kramer did a sciencey thing and found the cause of ED. Witches. Mm -hmm. Yep. Witches cause ED. What sciencey thing, you ask? <laughs> he told us how to tell if a gentleman, is suffering from normal ED or witchy ED. Quote, this is an actual quote, when the member is in no way stirred and can never perform the act of coition, this is a sign of frigidity of nature. But when it is stirred and becomes erect, but yet cannot perform, it's a sign of witchcraft. Or too much Zoloft. 
<laughs> Old yes. tiny medieval solo. Probably existed. Too much St. John's work. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Which is he also answered that often asked questions of determining why did the dick fall off? He goes into oh, 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 well, hang on. <laughs> fall off? Like this, detached from the body. Again, according to Heinrich. <laughs> Is this a thing that happened a lot back then? <laughs> like it shriveled up and died? I, well, I, I, I too I would be concerned. Better. This might be witchcraft. <laughs> it gets better, you guys. According to Kramer, this frequently asked question, he gets asked that a lot apparently, is that dicks commonly fall off from, quote, adulterers or fornicators when they fail to respond to the demands of their mistress. Or if they wish to desert their mistress and attach themselves to other women, then their mistress, out of vengeance, through some power, causes their member to be taken off. So I guess that means don't cheat on your mistress, only on your wife. Good policy. I'm Yes, but I'm very concerned <laughs> that there was some type of condition happening often yeah. enough where you're just like accidentally getting right, dismembered. Oh, <laughs> That causes <laughs> it to fall. You know, there's a song. There's an STD that can rot your genitals my... off. <laughs> not to interrupt no, you. Syphilis. No. no. That is it's, not a thing. It is syphilis. It's, it's Are you kidding? No, um, Donna Venosis. It sounds neat. Because syphilis causes your skin to fall off on your like your face and I think only genitals. when it's like like rare and severely advanced although this is also rare obviously it looks like that's not that rare last year Whoa. last year 582 <laughs> men and 80 women had it last year oh my god wait where east coast west I was thinking coast. maybe they were all countries right because right. it happens in tropical countries it happened in the UK that's not a warm area that's a very all very right. cool area <laughs> But it was a witch, right? It was just a witch. That, that is, is that is mind blowing and dick blowing. Off, off. This is okay. Sentences. Sorry. Okay. Anyways, so it was witches and a series. Wrap it before but you I'm tap sure it. you're wondering. <laughs> I'm sure you're wondering where did all of these dicks that fall off go. Because that would be my next question. Jars, probably. No, no. But I'm glad you guys asked. Because according, again, to this Heinrich Kramer and his amazing wisdom, witches collect them. In fact. In jars. No, no. String around quote, the Quote, as many as. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. But you're not even getting close. You're getting further away. <gasps> Do they store it in their <laughs> secret <laughs> pocket? No. Okay, I'm done guessing. That was my last <laughs> It's just getting so gross. <laughs> it gets better. Come on, I promise you it gets better. And these witches would collect, quote, as many as 20 or 30 members together, put them in a bird's nest or shut them in a box where they move themselves like living members and eat oats and corn. <laughs> so they turned into little caterpillars. <laughs> Okay, so important question. Which 
does the does it's that like a, an does episode the of Big Mouth or does the other side eat? Because I I mean I don't want to know. I guess I, I guess know. it could fit corn in there. <laughs> I am picturing like a birdcage scenario <laughs> with a little swing. <laughs> Forget to feed your dicks. You, you guys, we're gonna have nightmares. Hey, basically, I'm going on vacation tonight. in November. Could you feed my cage of dicks <laughs> while I'm gone? What oh, do I oats and corn. Them? Oats and corn. <laughs> God. Oh my god. Thank you. Yeah, I'll get right on that. Can't let them starve to death. Don't ever ask me to. <laughs> I don't want to pet it. <laughs> I keep I keep them in the cage What's with my mom dragon. They get along great. Oh, no. What's in the Me box? Knows. What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> and take feasting on corn and oats. <laughs> Incredible. We've just answered the question of what's in the box. Yep. But you know what? We need our male listeners to verify how frequently their dicks eat oats and corns. I want to know, you guys. That would explain the bowl that John keeps by the bed. <laughs> what are you talking about? The bowl. What the bowl mean? of oats and corn. You're <laughs> uh, munching noises at night. You don't know what's know. going on. <laughs> Oh my god, if it had teeth. There is a horror movie about that, although it's a vagina and not a penis. <laughs> it is a fantastic That's movie. It's a great movie. <laughs> we also need to know how frequently their members fall off. Because you know what? I mean, if you're getting 20 or 30, I mean, that's the whole village. The, the whole entire zip code. They're, they're, all, they're all. I don't. What is it, what's it called? Uh. Uh, you, they're all eunuchs. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome to eunuchville. <laughs> Please yeah, leave your penis like in the, the box the army before you enter. <laughs> we will feed it well. <laughs> so not not your cell phone or your keys at the, the door. Yep. Take the door. Be sure to put your initials on it so you know it's yours when you leave. Do not take someone else's. This is not a chance for you to level up, okay? <laughs> amazing all right but you know what though if this happens frequently then i have a question to ask it's 10 p.m do you know where your dick is this public service announcement is brought to you by the malleus maleficarum the good old days podcast and the devil's dirt scar podcast <laughs> it's 10 p.m do you know where you we'll get out for the general pop amazing <laughs> Sorry, I did not mean to play it twice. <laughs> well, I just told you all about the history and where dicks go at night and what they eat. So what do you guys have for me about, are we getting better? Do we still, uh, clearly dicks still fall off apparently. <laughs> did we improve? No. Things are actually much, much worse than they were in the Middle Ages Wait, when it comes what? to witch hunting. I... Hold on, they're I thought not. they were they're getting better. They're better in um, the UK and in America. I'm going to briefly, we're, we're oh. not, we decided not to go too in-depth into this because it's depressing and we want this to be a lighthearted episode. Um, however, as I was looking up modern US laws on witch hunting, 
just to see if I could find anything fun. I kept coming across this information, so I'm going to share some of it. Now, we know, as Kinsey said, that, I mean, at the maximum, probably within that, you know, 300-year period in the Middle Ages, about at the max, 60,000 people died. So we have blown those numbers out of the water in modern times. Now, the witch hunts that we see now are not the same as they used to be. Um, Now they're more often in countries in like sub-Saharan Africa and Southeast Asia. So I'm not going to list all the countries where they still happen. There's a lot of them. I'm going to list the ones that stood out to me because some of them have kill counts that make Germany's kill count for the, for the witches <laughs> look pale. Um, Tanzania? T- Tanzania. Tanzania. Tanzania, yeah. Oh, Tanzania? I, 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 I typoed it and I was like, that's not right. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, we, we had a friend from Tanzania. <laughs> I was like, that's not, that's not the right word. Um, so approximately 40,000 people were accused of and killed for witchcraft between 1960 and 2000. Um, and there are still what? tens of thousands of children who are orphaned due to this. Um, frequently, it is young people who are accused. Um, in the D- Democratic Republic of Congo, there are tens of thousands of children who are orphaned or homeless due to witch hunts. Um, the numbers I found ranged from the low tens of thousands to 50,000. Uh, UNICEF says that approximately 13,500 children are denounced as witches every year there. Um, I found an article. Why children? As I'm not target? sure. I, I, to me, it seems like what witch hunting very often goes after the vulnerable populations. So children, women, and the yeah. elderly seem to very frequently fall prey to to these scares because they can't defend themselves it's an easy target and also because children are freaky (laughs) they say and do weird things (laughs) i don't know if that's the case here but i'm just saying from the kids i know in america they can be weird it's it's a generally yeah it's just just children and it just I think it's because they're because they're vulnerable. Yeah, and they they can be spooky. Um, I found an article in uh, from 2019, a Times article that was talking about a seven-year-old in Papua New Guinea who was imprisoned and tortured by a mob when she was five, and I mean, like strung up, like hung from the ceiling by her hands, uh, beaten with machetes that had been left in the fire, had her feet burned, um, tortured for for five days before she was um, rescued and. I found out later on also that her mother had been tortured and burned alive in 2013. So what did this five-year-old do? Allegedly, she had made her cousin ill. And in, in interviews, she says that she she's very upset that her cousin, because she's like say, thinking that her cousin lied about it. Um, and it's very interesting actually reading the description. <sighs> if you know anything about the Salem witch trials, about how when they would you know, torture the witches or question the witches, the victim, quote unquote, would react in a certain way. And this little girl, when they would torture her, her cousin would, quote unquote, react in a certain way, like get better or worse, depending on what they were doing. Very, very similar. Um, And the UN and local professional estimates for Papua New Guinea, um, they find that approximately uh, 200, quote unquote, witches are murdered every year. And a Approximately 50,000 people are chased out of their homes every year. And um, so just, just alone, just looking at, at, at those numbers, we've already surpassed the 300-year period 
of, of the yeah. witch craze. Um, in India, there are a lot of varying numbers. We know that India certainly has a lot of problems, especially when it comes to women and the lower caste in, in their um, social system. Um, but since 2000, according to the National Crime Records Bureau of India, more than uh, 2,500 women were killed after being branded as witches, um, 1,500 of those being between 2010 and 2021. Approximately 5,000 were harassed after being branded and harassed frequently, meaning, you know, tortured or raped. Um, rape is a huge problem in India. Um, according to the New York Times, there, so there's a specific state in India, um, Jharkhand is the best pronunciation that I'm going to be able to give you. Um, there were 854 witchcraft-related cases alone um, in in one year, with 32 of those resulting in deaths. It, it is one of the highest risk areas for for oh. witchcraft accusations because it's it's you know um, a very impoverished area, and it tends to kind of flourish in those areas where people are suffering and they're looking for an out and an ex- explanation for the suffering. So that's all I'm going to say about the depressing stuff. I. I wasn't planning on sharing anything, but the more I read, I, I wanted to at least clarify that it is not better. This is an instance where the good old days does win. Um, I, I will give the caveat that it, there are a lot more people now. So those numbers, you know, you have to take that into account. But um, we're certainly blowing it out of the water as far as how many people are being accused and murdered for it today. You know, you were saying something earlier about how how do you get caught up in that? Like, if she cries, she's a witch. If she doesn't cry, she's still a witch. And and I, just part of me cannot fathom that people still think a five-year-old is capable of inflicting illness yeah. on their cousin. I, it just blows my it's mind. It's horrendous. It's horrendous. And, and initially, as I was doing this research, I was thinking, wondering if colonialism and missions and, and, you know, Christianity coming to these areas is the cause for why the numbers are so high. Um, however, a lot of these areas, um, are, they, they practice Islam. So it's, it's not a a Christianity thing. It's really just, I think a lack of education thing, um, because there are a wide variety of religions going on in these areas, um, outside of just Christianity. There is certainly Christianity as well, but it's not, um, specifically a Christian disease. It seems to be this mob mentality in this fear is really just kind of a human, a human condition. And, you know, when they're suffering, people are just kind of looking for a, for a culprit and, and they pick vulnerable populations because they're easy to torture and tie down. And, and there aren't really a lot of repercussions for that. The lesson here is we need more education. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Diseases. That actually kind of ties in to what I wanted to talk about, which is, Way more lighthearted. I have I have too. some lighthearted stories. Oh my God. Too. <laughs> well, more more lighthearted. Do you? Yeah. No, you go oh, first. I want to hear them. <laughs> oh me? <laughs> well, so I wanted to look. You kind of inspired me, Ellsworth. I wanted to look into, you know, something that's modern having to do with witch hunting, but not really necessarily, you know, yeah. burning people at the stake or dunk tank, that kind of stuff. I actually found something that's very interesting and it has to do with witch hunts happening online, specifically Etsy. And uh, yeah, so, but in order for me to explain that to you, I got to tell you about two acts that uh, came about in Great Britain. So the first one is the Witchcraft Act of 1735. Basically, 
it made it a crime to make witchy claims against another person and say that you believed they had magical powers and abilities. What that did was actually put a stop to witch hunts and um, also executions. So at least in Great Britain, that area. And anyone that dared to make such accusations of someone being a witch, um, they were given a year's imprisonment. So nothing too crazy. And the law, it actually repealed a bunch of previous acts around that area, Ireland, Scotland, what have you. Um, And those acts were based on the assumption that people could actually have mystical powers like clairvoyance and telepathy and whatnot. Um, But basically with those, it wasn't necessarily imprisonment. It was usually death, as you both (laughs) made very clear in your stories. So um, the accusers, they would be um, they would be punished because now we realize, okay, no one truly has magical powers, and that people are only pretending to have magical powers in order to extort money from people yeah. who are gullible, which is kind of, you know, along the same lines of what you're talking about is like we have these really old ideas that people can have magic and they can affect change. Um, they, they can perform spells. They can perform hexes. They can make you sick. They could kill your loved ones. They could change the weather, yeah. ruin yeah. your crops, that kind of thing. This act made it so that no, yeah. that's not a thing. Well, 216 years later, that act was repealed. <laughs> and we now have the fraudulent mediums act of 1951. So, Basically, this is almost like an addendum in a way. It specifically targeted spiritualists, such as mediums and psychics, who do have clairvoyance, telepathy, you know, such things. And it was believed that their craft is, again, all about swindling people out of money and convincing clients that they could commune with the dead or tell people their fortunes. So they're really honing in on the fraud aspect and extorting people for so you can give money dollars. to the church for Sky Daddy, but you can't give it <laughs> <laughs> if it's for a different power. Sky Daddy is amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you are just doing a little bit of research into that, there's loopholes for sure. Um, actually, specifically, it's this sentence right here. This Fraudulent Mediums Act of 1951 states nothing in subsection one of this section shall apply to anything done solely for the purpose of entertainment. So that being said, there's a lot of mediums out there that do not make any claims of, you know, well, they're not denying that they can speak to the dead and your loved ones or stuff like that or tell you your future. They're just saying, I can do this. They have the little little caveat. Yeah. Yeah. It is a caveat. Um, And also for trying to claim that someone could commune with the dead and all that other stuff, you would have to pay a fine of no less than 500 pounds. So it's around uh, 600 USD today. And you could face up to four months imprisonment or both if you're lucky. So, uh, now, that brings me to Etsy really pissing off the witch community online. So, are you laughing? I am. I, I mean, you said Etsy and witch in, like, one sentence. 
Etsy has a huge witchcraft community. Oh, I know. Oh my gosh. They, yeah, they have so many cool stuff. Cool things, cool shops. It's, it's incredible, but can I find how to control the weather? There probably are spells for that on Etsy, to be to be honest. <laughs> probably. Oh, oh, I have an example oh. of a spell that's still on there um, because it like surpassed the ban and all that stuff and that certain criteria. I'll, I'll tell okay. you. But yeah, I'm sure you could find a spell for like 20 bucks. But uh, back in 2015, Etsy banned the selling of spells and hexes from sellers using their platform. They have a page on their site called Our House Rules. And it has a legal policy regarding the sale of services. So, I mean, a really easy way to think about that is like, you can't be like, you know, a call girl or something like that on there. Because that's selling a service. It's not a tangible object kind of thing. I'm sure there's a more appropriate example. Even like designing, you probably can't put Um, web design services. Well, you can if you like show a picture after you do that. So if someone requests that an item is created for them or a design is created for them, you have to basically send them a picture of it afterward, like a literal Mm. object, a literal photo for them to hold. Okay. So it's not like you can get downloaded digital files. A lot of them offer that, but you have to have some type of real thing you can hold in your hands after in order for it to be considered. On that page, it says, in general, services are not allowed to be sold on Etsy, only services that produce a new tangible item that meets our marketplace criteria can be sold on Etsy. And the fifth rule on that page is all about divination and spells. So it says that Etsy welcomes a wide variety of divination and spell-related items as long as they meet the seller policy. Tarot, psychic, or other divination readings must include a tangible good, such as photos of the tarot spread, audio video of the reading, or text of the reading. And you can deliver your tangible good to Etsy messages. That seems or fair email. though. I mean, if you so, buy if you buy that yeah. and you get a picture of the spread or or a video of the reading, that that seems reasonable. Honestly, like I can't yeah. really be mad. Like, you're still at allowed that. to sell like, it. I get it. Yeah. And it's their site. Yeah. You're allowed to sell it. You just have to, you know, make sure it fits within the criteria, yeah. basically. And it also says that supplies related to spell work, which is kind of more what this is about and what everyone's mad at, um, such as herbs, crystals, spell books, uh, they may be sold in their appropriate categories. However, spell supplies may not offer metaphysical outcomes, which we consider prohibited services. So basically, Reiki, spell casting, rituals, prayers, and the metaphysical outcome like obtaining obscene wealth, having your dream body, um, killing a neighbor, you know, all that stuff. Hmm. That's what's not allowed. Wait, so unless I don't have to work out, you say it's for, I, I can get a body. No, just spell for that. I, I, it is for entertainment purposes oh, only, okay. but there is a spell for that. You know, it's, it's too bad. I don't, I don't believe in any of this, but okay. I, I, I just didn't want to work out anymore. I thought there was a shortcut. All right, never mind. Sorry. They have pills for that too, either. actually. <laughs> they were very popular in the 70s. Yeah. You can probably buy it at your local park. But you're not park. allowed to... Meth. <laughs> yeah, local park, definitely not Etsy. They don't no, allow no. it. No, no. Meth is definitely so... a, a, a local park <laughs> purchase. 
<laughs> oh god, I was still, I was still. Oh, meth, meth used to be a diet pill in like the seventies. <laughs> that, that was. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's true. You'll lose weight on and on amphetamines for that. for sure. Oh, I bet. Um, Don't try it home. No, I'm not gonna give it a go. No, there's yeah. you know, <laughs> diet and exercise works and probably makes you live longer than amphetamines. I mean, you'll be skinny but dead. So yeah. as long as you leave behind a beautiful skinny corpse, but dead, right? Goals. <laughs> that's my dream. <laughs> I want mine to be terrifying. <laughs> Not because of what's been done to it, just like in general. I want it to be (laughs) ominous. I mean, if it's done to it after I'm dead, I don't care. But like, I don't want like a pre-death mutilated corpse. I guess I just don't want to be tortured is what I'm getting at. But if I'm scary for other reasons, like if you walk in the room, you're like, oh, that corpse is haunted. That's cool. I'm I'm, fine. I'm fine. You you will be the one doing the haunting, I think. No, I I have a list. You're not on the list. Unless we're like... There's some politicians that are. Okay. Well, if I want to. <laughs> well, let me know if I can add to your list. If you if you have any my, names, you can let me know. I've got my too. death note going. <laughs> you would. And and this brings us back oh to MAGA meets witchcraft. <laughs> yes. This is evidence exactly. I think that hexes don't work because if they did, Trump would be so dead by now. The number of times I've seen an article that are like "Band of Witches puts hex on Donald Trump," like y'all need to be trying harder or something because he's still seems to be doing okay. Like no. evil never dies, you know. It's it's yeah. mm, disappointing. Etsy. Yeah, let us let us do this. Not <laughs> that we're advocating for any sort of harm or violence to come to anyone, no matter how much they might deserve it. Yes, let karma do yes. its thing. Yes, big believer in karma. Yeah, so the online witch community, it is growing. Like, the numbers are insane. And being able to sell their goods and wares online is super important, especially since, you know, it's witches are more out than they've ever been, I feel like. But at the same, yeah, but at the same time, you know, they need a means to, you know, get their business out there and get seen. And the online community is the way to do that. So a lot of people felt like Etsy was targeting specific sellers and their goods and many shops closed down because of it. Yeah. Um, There's still a lot out there though. And they just kind of adapted. They put in like some type of disclaimer saying that this is for entertainment purposes only, but my goodness, the, the spells, you literally just go to Etsy, go to the search bar, type in spells. You will find the wildest shit on the front page. I have for you an example of one of those things. (laughs) Of course you do. (laughs) So, uh, in all caps, ultimate revenge and death spell. This spell is normally $49.49, but right now you can get it 70% <laughs> off for $14.85. The sale ends October 15th, so there's only three left in stock. You better jump on this I, deal. I'm fine uh, with spells being sold, you know, whatever, but under the pretense that they're functional, you're basically selling a hit service is what it sounds like. <laughs> well, here's the thing. What this person is doing, I'm not going to tell you guys the seller yeah. or anything because I'm scared of her Um, (laughs) as one should be so what what she does is she actually 
comes into contact with the demon Asmodeus. And she, once she summons him, which we're not to worry about as the person buying the spell, all we need, need to do is provide a name, a date of birth if we have it, and if we want death or revenge. That's all we need to do. What if their name is John Smith? So, yeah. Is it like is it like the death <laughs> note where you have to picture who it is in your head when you write it down so you can't just kill all the John Smiths? <laughs> well, you do have to deliberately like intention actually believe. Yeah, full intention. You do believe that Asmodeus is gonna answer your prayer, so you to know, speak. Yeah. Request. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And this person, the seller at the shop, is like the vessel that it's going to happen through. And Asmodeus is going to make a deal with her to get rid of this person. Maybe you could get their social security number <laughs> if they have one. See, that seems very much like um, you were buying you know, legal I, service I because there is incentive. Yes. If perhaps the spell portion doesn't work for it to still work through more physical means, like maybe Asmodeus possesses this person who goes in and then ruins their lives through other means. Identity theft. (laughs) Um, Which is very possible according to the description. (laughs) But, but, but your honor, I was possessed (laughs) by Asmodeus. By Asmodeus. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, You're naturally. Reading. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Whew. So, like, the uh, the tagline here is, do you hate a certain person more than anything else? You wish them nothing but death? There's a skull <laughs> emoji like- next to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want them to get punished for what they've done to you or others? Are you finally wanting to be Yeah. <laughs> And the ultimate death spell is the solution to all of your problems. No matter if you only want revenge or death for the person, this is the ritual I will fulfill to your desire. And it goes on and on and on. Tells you how, you know, she's got one, two, three, four, five stars. She's got five stars. On Etsy. And a lot of reviews and all different kinds of spells. There's a really good money spell in here that I was looking at. See, I mean, (laughs) even... Being a skeptic that that you can buy a fifteen dollars spell that will then put death on someone that you don't like, um, even if I like one hundred percent was like that's gonna work, wouldn't you feel? I don't think I could do that. And also, that's no. gonna kind of even if you that's gonna come back on you. Well, that's that's bad juju. <laughs> she she does say also you could. Um, it says. You can tell me if you just want revenge, hospitalization, or death for your target. Yeah, I just want to make you bone. You know, that's that's acceptable. (laughs) Have you seen the 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 bills that come out of hospitalization? I don't know. Just that's true. You know what? That might be cooler. (laughs) Yeah, that's a life ruiner. Yes, you give them you give them kidney problems, and they got to go in for the rest of their life once a week to get that shit filtered through. That's gonna they're gonna they don't get retirement. That's just gonna suck it all out. Yep. Yeah, that's it's horrendous. But the whole, yeah, the whole reason this shop owner gets away with saying all this kinds of crazy and how you can kill people and get your yeah. revenge and, you know, break a couple bones, hospital bills. It says, Etsy has me state this. Please note that any items sold in the listing are intended for educational, entertainment, and symbolic purposes only. 
The term spell is used to describe the traditional and cultural practices associated with these items and should not be taken as a guarantee of metaphysical outcomes or results. And it just keeps going on and on about a disclaimer. And also, apparently, that they're not qualified to address inquiries related to pregnancy concerns or health issues, as they are not a legal or medical professional. For such inquiries, please consult a relevant expert. It just seems like they're selling hits online. Is that, that's the... (laughs) Yes, I low-key thought about buying one of these, um, and then realized that would be bad, hence why I was trying to figure out the money one. Um, I I might attempt to I am a little curious... Like, I need to know how many positive reviews are for that specific spell because uh, there's so many positive reviews all over the place. And when you do go to this particular spell, um, you do see a lot of people in the comments actually addressing Asmodeus. I'm getting uncomfortable with the amount of times I've it's said it. It's been more than three, so you're, you're already fucked. It's... <laughs> He's behind He's him. Right behind double you. down. He's behind you. <laughs> don't, don't. I'm watching the fall of the House of Usher right now on Is Netflix. That about singer, or? and there's like what? <laughs> it's the short story by Edgar Allan Poe. Usher, of course you know. I know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to my people. Yeah. Also, Usher. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god! And there's like scenes with people behind chairs. It's my worst nightmare. I'm gonna check this mirror good, over good. here. We're good. Does he show up in mirrors? You'll never know. I I'm gonna have to research this demon now. He's he's gonna enter the chat. I, so Asmodeus is definitely one of the ones that that gives me a bit of a heebie-jeebie. Again, not as a skeptic, but like just the the things that are tied to him as a um, mythical being or. Ugh. We're gonna stick with Azzy. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's terrifying. So my background, for those who don't know, is in cybersecurity and criminal justice because that's always fun. And all I'm thinking about is the <laughs> digital evidence trail that can be now found on all of these comments. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and you can. There's a digital download for so you. That's another question. Like if, on the page, if you buy a spell to kill your ex-boyfriend, and they die under mysterious circumstances and then it comes out that you purchased the spell could you be could, could there be any form of criminal trial implying that you purchased a hit on them because i mean if it, i guess but it's for yeah, entertainment the person purposes who, you're, who you're buying the spell from is like making sure it gets done one way or another i have to imagine that there's some legal liability yeah. there i mean maybe not first degree but like you're the one who gave them the information I'm very curious. That's I mean, I, I have to imagine at some point we're going to see some kind of case like this as witchcraft becomes more popular in the U.S. Again, not saying that witchcraft is dangerous or bad or anything like that. Um, very pro-witches. But, like, <laughs> you know, those, if you're advocating yes. for someone's death and then it results in that death. You know, that's always the question is, like, yeah. would this hold up in court? You know? Although there would be evidence. So, you know how I told you there's a yeah. tangible good thing? Even though the shop seller, she's going to go ahead and summon Asmodeus and make this deal with a literal demon for you. Um, What does this say? The ritual will be done by me and nothing will be shipped to you. You will receive a report on the ritual sent to you by Etsy Messenger. That's all you get. I I would like to know what this report includes. Because at 1503, I contacted the demon. He picked up at 1506 
we we conversed about what what was to be done to the victim. Asmodeus said that he would do it for three cattails and a Snickers bar. At fifteen ten, we concluded the conversation. He answered with wrong number. Who's this? (laughs) Who this? She doesn't actually say what the ritual involves, but just tells you to like not worry about. It. I would, I would in fact worry about. <laughs> like it. that's her problem. Yeah. Now, How many times was she talked things, to? You know, I'm, just, I'm not going to fuck around and find out. From a legal no. perspective, what happens in one courtroom compared to another courtroom because it's all a crapshoot mm-hmm. called the jury of your peers. I could go on tangents with that, but you'll, it could be found guilty in one court, but not guilty in another court. It's all, again, you're just relying on humans and we're, we're unreliable. So, but a jury of your peers, should they all be witches? I think by peers, it just means citizens. Or Etsy sellers. (laughs) It means people. (laughs) They just pull witches and then witches are like, not guilty. (laughs) Witches, but with an Etsy What do you sell? All, all I can tell you is that they have to be geographically located where you can prove the crime occurred. That's the how you can find juries. So like a portal? <laughs> what is he coming through? I don't know. I just picture a demon answering a phone, and it's like one of the clear ones from the 80s. You know, yeah, you can yeah. see all the bits and pieces inside. <laughs> He's doing his nails. Just chilling. I, I do have a question. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a literal like paintbrush, like you would use on a wall, or doing the trim. <laughs> oh, that's so great. So, did you find a spell on how to make someone's pee pee fall off? No, but there probably is one. There's definitely a ton of spells regarding pee pee enlargement. <laughs> Um, I'm going to buy one of those and I'll tell you if it works. Right now I'm working with zero inches. Wait. That's, Do you that's have to have a pee Is that a prerequisite? You got nothing happening. Is it? You just well, what if you're one on your arm. Though? It's not a plant. Oh my God. What if it grew in the wrong spot? <laughs> like you accidentally spilled some of the spell. Like on your neck. <laughs> what's that bit? With, then you just, with, like, I don't um, know what you're doing. Uh, what's his name? The guy who played Wolverine where he has testicles under his chin. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember what it's called. I only remember that scene. Um, Maybe I've only seen that scene. It might've been, I might've just seen it on like YouTube or something, but yes. Hugh Jackman. Hugh there's a Jackman? movie. There's a movie where he yeah. has like testicles instead of an Adam's apple, basically. Does that signify manliness? Oh my god! Huh? Does that signify manliness if you have balls growing out of your pure testosterone? Yeah. Just like yeah, chock full of it. Yeah, it really it. brings a whole new meaning to throat punch. <laughs> and if it's growing, I just pictured the grossest stuff. Oh, I'll keep it to myself. And if it's growing out of the side of your neck, do you have to feed it oats and corn? I would say yes. I think I think <laughs> um, if witchcraft is involved, oats and corn need to be supplemented. Yeah. So another question though if you so, so if i buy this penis enlargement spell and then and then use it on myself when i don't have a penis and then one grows on my neck is it my penis or does like one that is the witch is collected in her box does it just like <laughs> transfuse to my flesh i don't know if i like how you're i don't either works. um 
I mean, medication doesn't not, work. I would have never come up with that. I'm just matter. Like would have never come up with that. Matter is supposedly not created or destroyed, but it's just transferred. Yeah. That, that's not like a physics thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. where this penis for it to maybe that's where all the dicks are going. <gasps> Asmodeus. So you, so you <laughs> like. <laughs> You buy this penis enlargement spell, and then she uses the revenge spell to take inches from someone and give them to someone else. We figured it out. Oh, my God. It's like a revolving yeah. door of spells that, like, equal – well, because what is that rule? It's the rule of thirds, right? Um, wait, or is that it's a camera a, thing? I think it's a camera oh. thing. But That's a camera thing. Asmodeus giveth, and Asmodeus taketh away. <laughs> Yes. Threefold. Whatever thing. whatever you do shall come back on yes. onto you We're, threefold, right? Yeah. See, I'm not crazy. crazy. But like <laughs> if you're a witch and you have to follow that rule, she's you know, doing yeah. the old switcheroo. Yeah. On dick. That I think that's <laughs> a far revenge. better revenge than death or hospitalization. Just shrink their dick. Yeah. Oh yeah. At least there's that's no medical terrible. debt in that one. Yeah. Although can you imagine like going to the doctor and being like I'm telling you, it's smaller than it used to be. And, like, the doctor's just going to be like, no, it's, like, okay. What, 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 what am I supposed to do about that? Like, they're not going to believe you. They're going to think that you're a liar. You tell them. <laughs> and then you go crazy. You tell them that you think yeah. you got a hex. A witch took yeah. three inches off my cock. <laughs> I want them back. <laughs> Size does matter. <laughs> Insane. Yeah, so that's my uh, my lighthearted one. I do want you guys to know, though. Also, I found out that uh, eBay banned all of this stuff, like spell casting and hexes and whatnot, back in 2012, which is why a ton of people hopped on to the Etsy train. Um, and then because of their ban in 2015, Amazon heard about it. And literally sent them emails to invite them to sell their goods and their wares. I, I mean, I, I yes, hate Amazon, Amazon but like, they, they know good business when they, yeah, when they come for it. Yeah, that's... Uh, well, you know what's interesting is, so um, I was talking with Brian from the Double Density podcast and we were talking about haunted objects and we were looking on eBay at haunted objects and I found a fantastic Haunted the Thomas Tank Engine absolutely horrifying looking product i will in- include a picture in the video for those who who get to watch the video um there, it's interesting because you so you you can sell haunted objects as haunted objects on ebay it's just interesting oh i guess yeah i guess that's where all the yeah and some of some of them are, are explicitly like, like an, this an doll has a young prostitute in it he found one that had a young prostitute in it and <laughs> it's okay she was family friendly so it could go to a home with a child <laughs> You're kidding. How much was she? Ooh, I, <laughs> what did she I want look to say like? several hundred. It's like a classic 1800 stall. Like like freaky, but not like so, super yeah. freaky. Um, yeah. Like a porcelain doll yeah. you would yep. put on a shelf kind of thing? Yeah. Whoa. Thomas the Tank Engine was 90 bucks. What? Or best offer. <laughs> I think I would prefer Thomas the Tank Engine over a doll. I Okay, I'm not going to lie. So I Brian also sent me a picture of a haunted doll. Uh, haunted doll that he found in a local antique shop here and i went down on my lunch break because i was gonna buy it and put it i was gonna put it on the shelf behind us when we record and someone had already bought it it was there for like two days do you think somebody was watching you two talk about it it over instagram 
oh that's yeah that's I'm really bummed her I wanted it so bad Not it was gonna TV. go like dead center it's fine I'm I'll find sure another you one have your moment. here's like maybe it'll come back to you I'm like if it comes back to me I don't want it <laughs> oh my god that's horrifying I'll find another one it's fine there's plenty of creepy dolls out there I could make my own. I'll keep my eye out. I had a porcelain doll when I was a kid. I have no idea what happened to it. I used to have a couple too. Oh, one thing I didn't talk about in that episode that we had, my grandfather, he used to have a a walking doll that was actually four feet tall. And he always had it standing at the top of the staircase in the hallway. And her eyes, so her face is painted. She used to have blue eyes. But there, there's like a white cast over them now because the paint has faded so badly. She has cataracts. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> that's what it looks like. And let me tell you what, she is the most terrifying thing in that house. And that house used to be. That's a pretty badass. Home. So, yeah, yeah. My grandpa's cool. He just doesn't understand that everything he owns is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've just. I mean, aside from the doll, which I would have, I wanted to purchase for prop reasons. I've never felt the urge to collect dolls especially in a, like if you're gonna collect dolls you have to do it in a manner appreciating that they're creepy you can't do it and be like i just love my dolls this one's name is sally this one's name is peggy this one's name is betsy like no <laughs> don't say the p one don't say it's, the p it's a one. different one it's 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 <laughs> it's a generic peggy not the peggy <laughs> I feel cursed after that episode. Anyway. All right, then. (laughs) Sorry, that was a long tangent, my bad. I've actually never had dolls growing up. I've always been into Legos. So I've had Legos. That was like my first Legos. Legos and Hot Wheels were my, um, we had, we had the, like the big bin of like just loose Legos. Used to build so many things with that. My, my shortly after 9-11, keep in mind I was little, and my mom learned that this is a coping mechanism, so she wasn't as horrified after she looked it up. But shortly after 9-11, my brother and I recreated <laughs> the towers <laughs> with our Legos, and she walked in on us like reenacting what had happened. And was of of course her gut reaction was like what are you doing um but she like apparently some like there are articles that came out shortly after that were like talking about how like this is a normal children cope through play and since our since she was a pilot we were like freaked out by what by what had happened probably more than than some other kids but yeah i don't remember that happening but she she was like it was like within a week like we were like you two are dark little children (laughs) But that does make sense. I can see that. All right then. Well, well, I won't. I won't go too into everything else that I, that I had collected because I think we're we're nearing the two hour mark, and um, even with edits, I think this is going to be a fairly long episode. Um, I will just say that there have been witchcraft related criminal investigations in the United States in recent modern history. Um, one of the more recent, well known ones would be the Blue Moon Killer, which is a man who killed his mother and his two brothers. And he was Wiccan, so the police assumed. And, and Wiccans, if you know anything about Wicca, it is like the most hippy dippy floral no nature base. Wicca is yeah. like not 
satanic <laughs> at all. Um, but but the witch, no. uh, the witch, the police were said that they thought witchcraft was involved. They thought he did it as a ritual thing because it was a blue moon. Um, it turned out that he did it because he wanted inheritance money, which is you know makes sense. Um, oh, so yeah. he was just an asshole. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I also, I'm just going to read wow. a brief excerpt. So there are a lot of states in the uni- uh, in the U.S. Or, re- or local localities within the U.S. where fortune telling is still illegal. Again, it is for anti-fraud purposes, which I would be okay with, except for the fact that it seems very biased because the more popular religions are allowed to obtain money for their existence. Um, anyways, so... I found on the U.S. Department of Justice um, Office of Justice Programs, I obtained a training manual that was titled Occult Criminal Investigation. So I didn't read the whole thing. Um, Actually, only 44 pages are uploaded. The remainder of the manual is lost to history. But I just wanted to include a few interesting notes, tidbits that I pulled from it. First of all, very... It was a very biased manual. Um, the man actually uses, or the, I don't, I assume the author is a man. I actually didn't, I, I, I did not write the name of the author. We're just going to say man. Um, tried to explain the evolution of witchcraft. Initially, almost gets it pretty accurate by saying that, I'd say like most religion, it existed as a reason to explain the unexplainable. You know, we didn't know why, why, why storms happened. We didn't know why illness happened. So we blamed it on, and we, or we used witchcraft to heal ourselves from it and to blame it. That makes sense. Then he said, that doesn't really make sense. The, the less complicated answer is in the Bible. And it's because Eve took the apple. I'm like, okay, so that's good that that's, that's a, uh, someone who's involved in justice in the United States. And that's their, that's their solid answer that, for why witchcraft that's your tax money yep love i love that for us oh Grant, my God. take it in mind i believe this art this <clears throat> training manual is written in the mid 90s so it is older but not not old well, enough for it to be just but we are just money. getting out of the satanic panic in this time <laughs> so um which is why i wanted to bring this portion up um the signs of active involvement in witchcraft the number one first thing mentioned and it is mentioned several times in this training manual is quote Obsession with fantasy role-playing games. So D&D was notoriously considered, was a, was a terrifying thing for parents during the satanic panic. And I love that this training manual that, is, that was used by professionals lists that as a warning sign that there might be criminal occult things going on. Wow. Incense was also listed, candles and candle holders. Um, books on magic, witchcraft, paganism, and grimoires. Um, we'll we'll include the link to this on the show notes if you want to if you want to browse through it. But I thought that was I thought that was worth a mention. We're not we're not as far out of it as we as we pretend to be. <laughs> no, we're definitely not. Man, that's kind of scary. It's too close to home. And it, in it the is timeline. really heartbreaking and tragic that there are a lot of places where you know. I mean, we people who who practice, um, I would say, non popular religions tend to experience prejudice. And in the U.S., of course, I mean, there was the the girl who just got visited by the police for for tarot reading in Pennsylvania, um, and yeah. you know, those things are not great. But in comparison to places where people are actively still being tortured and burned to death, and and children, um, it's a uh, disappointing and, and i guess i'm grateful that at least here i you know could practice your beliefs without that level of of threat to your life and your livelihood and being chased you know out of your home and yeah 
things aren't that much better. <laughs> Very depressing. Thank You're you, welcome. Ellie. I like to end it on a, on a I, sad note. So we're all on the same level. <laughs> well, you know what? I'll, I'll make it light again. And I want every male listener to just make sure that their dick is still attached and not to, you know, not, don't forget to feed your dicks oats and yes. corns. So we'll end on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah just about something. Oh, wait, no, hang on. We're doing Where a would you dick? rather. Oh. <gasps> yes, let's do it. I We like to end the episodes with a terrible Ellsworth would you rather. It's always a good time. Okay, so I do, I do. And this is not witchcraft related. It's just um, another another evil one, though. Um, so I'm going to, these are, these, are, these are your two options. For the rest of your life, any song you hear, is going to sound like it's being performed by Caesar, any song, regardless of genre. If you choose to not have that be, you are blind. Wait, you're saying Caesar like the band yes. Caesar? That's that's a I choose I Seether. do too. That's a good band. I like Caesar. But any song, there are a rather. lot of songs that Caesar could not do. He doesn't have like a crazy vocal range. It would severely limit what yeah, you can listen and to. <laughs> I struggling with drugs. <laughs> I, I'll still take that. I, mean, I would pick that over being blind Not as being well. able to see. It would be terrible. Vivaldi <laughs> is ruined forever. But Yeah, says the person who listens to classical I music in like her it. car. Okay, I pretend I'm entering my villain origin story. <laughs> and I told you that I associate that with sociopaths. Like I have no craving style. for human flesh. We've been over this. If I, if I, <laughs> if I become crazy, I'm just going to eat a lot of berries. <laughs> You strike me as someone that, if offered, would dabble. I, I really don't like meat that much, though. Like, even animal meat. So, like, human meat? I could do... Sometimes I get grossed out, and I could do without it, but I'm just saying. You're I dark, would, like... I mean, if you offered me, like, mind. a human bone for a collection, I would take that. But I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say no. you would, like, gnaw on it. I do have, I do have all, any teeth that I've lost, you know, in a little... Thing. <laughs> oh, well, I'll take that to say that there is a future episode on cannibalism coming up on the uh, good old mm. days. So, for all you listeners Ooh. out there, <laughs> prepare your barbecue sauce. With I some like long it. <laughs> no, I don't want barbecue. I've had barbecue in a while. Sounds really good. Ribs be mm. <laughs> me neither. I fucking oh, I love like ribs. ribs. <laughs> that's that's just the the Memphis in me. It's gonna be there forever. Wow. You too. This was this was intense for a first episode together. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. it was good. I like. I'm it. hoping the listeners liked it, and if they did, please come and check out the Good Old Days podcast. Yes, you can find right, that was my everything <laughs> on social media. So the Good Old Days would be at O oh, the G O D P O D. So O oh, the God Pod on Instagram, Facebook, Threads, YouTube, um, and you can also find. Uh, Devil's Dirt Star at Devil's Dirt Star on all the same social media platforms. And also don't forget to check out Devil's Dirt Star Patreon for videos of all these recordings. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for thank having you me, guys. Thanks for having us. Stay thank dirty. Thank you for having us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay dirty. And keep those uh, unbaptized limbs out of places. <laughs>